0: Welcome to the Marketing God Podcast, where we provide insights and knowledge to assist you in reaching and engaging with more people. Together, as we apply marketing insights to your good work, we hope to help more people know you, turn to you, and ultimately become loyal to God. This is week number two, and the week's topic is understanding your target audience. Today, our focus is The Hardest Part is Done, and works with truth number one in the book Marketing God. Introducing your marketing strategist, author, and guide on this journey, Donna A. Heckler.
1: The topic for today, The Hardest Part is Done. This is from truth number one in the book Marketing God, and the title of the truth is, in fact, The Hardest Part is Done. One of the most difficult things to do in marketing is to create demand. Demand is this concept that people want or demand your product or service. If what you offer has never existed before, if it's completely brand new, then as marketers, we have to introduce this totally new concept to people. And we introduce this new concept in order to stimulate demand, to get them to want it, to get them to buy it. In order for them to ever buy, they need to demand the product or the service. The problem with this is that creating demand is very expensive. And it's very difficult to do, by the way. Just because you've created a better mousetrap Or just because you've had this amazing concept and idea and you've loudly told everybody about it, that just doesn't mean that people will want it, that they will demand it, and that becomes a challenge for secular marketers. However, for those of us trying to share the good news of Christ, we do not have to create demand. It is inherent in all people. And so it's this concept of demand and the fact that it's already been done. The hardest part is done that we are going to explore today. Let us start with the Bible verse for this truth. It's verse from John chapter 1, verses 3 to 5, and it reads as this. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. As we think about this and reflect on this verse, everything is of God, including man, who was made in God's image. We know that God is love, and God has placed that desire of love into each of us. So inherent in who we are is the search for love, for God. The demand, as we say in the secular world, is there. As we mentioned at the start, in the secular world, companies often have to create demand. That is, they need to help their potential customers understand that they want this something new that the company has now developed, is now able to provide. We do call that creating demand, and it is exceptionally expensive. To begin with, there's a lot of research that has to be done. You have to understand how this product or service is going to fill a need, what that need might be for various people, various organizations. And if there's no known need, honestly, the need has to be created as well. Think about Snickers and how they created this idea of hangry, right? That you're hungry and you become angry. So it was hangry. That is a great example of need being created. But just because you've created the need doesn't mean that the demand will be there because then there's all the advertising and the promotion and you have to spend millions, upon millions of dollars. To let people know that they really cannot live without this product or this service. And truly, in the secular world, there are so many good examples of companies trying to create demand in order to sell more goods. We mentioned Snickers, and that's an easy one. A really common example of creating demand is when someone or some company creates A better mousetrap, as we like to say. You don't even know the possibility that a better mousetrap exists. So the company has to help you understand why the mousetrap you currently own is not nearly good enough, what you're missing, and why you absolutely must have this new mousetrap. Look no further than technology to see how this plays out in a very significant way. Did we know we needed something like Facebook or Twitter before these were created? No, as the technology was created and developed, it was introduced to us in order to stimulate demand for these platforms. Think of all the new apps that are available every day. There's more and more that are showing up. In each case, demand has to be created. You need to be told why this app is going to totally change your life and your world. The point of demand is that it reflects what the consumer wants or seeks. And if they don't even know that your new mousetrap, your new bit of technology is available, even possible, how will they ever want or seek it? Corporations are spending millions of dollars to make sure that people are looking for these new products and services. And then they make millions more, spend millions more making sure That when somebody goes to make the choice, they're making the choice for their particular brand or product or new mousetrap and not a competitor's. But let us turn our focus to God. We don't have to create demand for God. It is inherently in all people because we have been made in God's image. All people naturally seek to understand their life. They seek love. They seek to understand their purpose. The answer for any of these questions is God. The challenge we have is not a challenge of demand. It is inherent in man to seek God. Rather, the challenge we have is that many people shun the word God. They've turned their backs on God. They've created new language so that they can avoid the word God. Yet, the very thing they seek is God. If they are seeking love, they find it through God. If they are seeking purpose in life, they find it in God. If they are seeking to understand their life and humanity, the answer is God. In other words, the demand is there. They are just calling it by different things. Our challenge is to listen to those we are trying to reach. Listen for the words they are using. Listen for what they are seeking. They will tell you even if they may not use the word God. Broadly speaking, your role in marketing is to hear what they're looking for, what they're seeking. And then explain how your parish or your ministry will bring them the answer that they seek. As we discussed in our very first podcast, your role, regardless of your ministry or your parish, is to bring people to loyalty to God. You will move them down that path and walk with them on this journey. This week is a particular focus on what we call target audience. So all of the podcasts this week will reflect on target audience in some way, shape, or form. The target audience is marketing vernacular for the group of people we are trying to reach. And there's some key ways that we can think about our target audience and we will be reflecting on those. For today, remember that your target audience is seeking God. The demand is there. It just may be going by a different name. As you reflect on this podcast today, ask yourself, how does what you provide bring people ultimately to God? What words might someone use instead of God to describe what they are seeking? What is their demand? Remember, the hardest part has been done. Everyone is seeking God.
0: Thank you for being here. We are so glad you listened in today. Look for the worksheet for today's topic in the podcast link. We invite you to join the Marketing God Facebook group where we share additional tools, insights, and ideas with each other. Are you looking for even more insights? You can purchase the acclaimed book Marketing God online at your favorite Catholic bookstore or for larger quantities through the publisher, OSV.